Hi everyone, this is Spiritual Jada from the Wicked Wisdom Podcast Show. I hope everyone is safe and well tonight. So tonight we have a very special guest, Gabrielle, who is the owner and director of A Step Ahead Tutoring Services that offers in-home tutoring, online tutoring, um, counseling, test preps, college counseling, graduate school counseling, and also they have a services where they would do like a quick fix on your editing, your proofreading of maybe your resume, uh, maybe an essay, things of that nature. So, um, hi, Gabrielle. Um, how are you doing today? Can you please introduce yourself to everyone? Yes, absolutely. My name is Gabrielle Critchlow, as you've uh, so wonderfully put. Uh, <laughs> I'm the owner and director of Stephead Tutoring Services. I have been in business for seven years. Um, I have my master's in clinical mental health counseling, bachelor's in psychology. I uh, I don't know what else to say, but um, I, I think you pretty much summed it up that um, okay. uh, I accomplished a lot of different goals under one umbrella. Uh, that's one, that's how I like to do things is make it convenient for people if we can hit two birds with one stone or maybe three birds with one stone, you know, that's that's how I like to do things. All right, no problem. So um, what made you start the tutoring services? Well, it started in college. I received a work-study grant. Um, so... I used that grant to work at a foster care agency. I I really, in, in my time there, I discovered that I enjoyed working with the youth and helping with their homework, but I discovered it was more than, it's more than homework help that I was providing to them. It was a mentorship as well. It's building relationships. It's getting to know them on a, deeper level and that's when I discovered that there is a there's a connection between academics and I guess and bonding so to speak um, you know there's there's definitely a connection between between the the mental the emotional as well and the educational and professional uh, so there are I discovered that there are those particular connections. And after that, I worked at two different uh, in-home tutoring companies. And while I was there, it was a lot of, it was a lot of students that were low income. So the tutoring was free to them. And and while working for these companies, I I discovered that they're only given a limited amount of hours per year and I felt that that wasn't enough for them so I I took that experience and I brought it into my own personal experiences where I ended up branching off and doing my own tutoring and I, I did that for a few years 
And then I went to a small business workshop for something completely different. And what was brought up was entrepreneurship. And I felt like that resonated with me and that a light bulb went off of my head. And, you know, I decided to take that leap of faith and go for it. Right. Perfect. Great. So um, how long has the tutoring services been available? For seven years. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, Yeah, this is like pretty ironic that I'm actually doing a podcast with the tutoring services because one of my daughters, um, I have two daughters, one is in college and the other one is about to go to high school, um, I guess next year. And um, she had a few like difficulties with math and it was extremely hard for me and um, my husband at the time to find tutoring services. It was like none available and it was just extremely hard um, because I'm pretty sure like certain tutors, they have like certain techniques that they know you know, what to show a child in order to, I guess, grasp the material. And, you know, um, I've been out of school for more than 20 years, so it was pretty tough. So um, this is amazing. I'm definitely happy that um, there's tutoring services available. Now, is it available to, like, I mean, everyone in the United States? Like, how is that? How does that really go? Right, so we originally we did in-person tutoring, which was limited to New York City and Long Island, but because of the pandemic, that uh, put us on the shelf for a bit. Um, So we diverted into online tutoring, which is which is amazing because it it um, it kind of forced us to be creative with our lesson planning. Um, so because of online tutoring, it allows us to to expand beyond uh, our hometown. So it allows us to expand to the rest of the state. It allows us to reach out to other country uh, uh, other states. Excuse me. So uh, we do we, now. We connect um, to the rest of the United States, and we are even uh, looking into providing the tutoring globally. Um, so that is a next adventure that we're taking on. But the the online services has opened us up to um, national outreach, right. and and um looking into international outreach as well. I think that would be amazing, especially with um, all the children, they're actually on Zoom, so they're actually kind of prepared now to do like work on the internet. So I think this is definitely a great idea. Um, Also, like what has been your greatest accomplishments with uh, this particular development? My greatest achievements. Um, I have to think about that one. Um, it's all right. I guess I, I guess I could say um, 
that I won five grants last year, um, which is which is amazing. Um, and the fact that I, I won those grants, it allowed me to uh, fulfill my mission even more. And it allowed me to uh, take on more people. It allowed me to do that national outreach that I spoke about earlier. Uh, so because I was able to, to win those grants, it allowed me to do a lot more of the work that I set out to do. Um, and because, you know, I was, you know, I was hit by the pandemic. I was hit by uh, the, the things that happened and having that uh, financial relief, it really, it really did help. So I would say that's uh, my greatest achievement. Okay. All right. So um, what is the hardest part about being a developer? What is the hardest part about doing this whole tutoring services? The hardest part, I guess, being um, a one-woman show, um, I end up uh, wearing a lot of hats. Um, it's um, I'm the sole director, and I have my contractors under me. So I think um, definitely achieving balance and not overwhelming myself I think that is a great challenge um so I mean what I've like I'm, I'm aware that is just me so I, I I try to 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 delegate work you know seek um outside help when needed uh but I, I definitely you know, there's a lot of businesses out there where it's just one owner and they're doing pretty much all the work and and and, I, and that is challenging in itself. But being aware of that, I know, you know, to seek help when needed, focus on self-care, take breaks. So I think that's that's one of my greatest challenges right now. But right. I am I am working on it. <laughs> uh I trust me. I, I believe everyone is uh, basically trying to cope with what's going on in the world and still juggle, you know, all their uh, goals and attributes, things of that nature. So I think it's pretty challenging for everybody, especially the kids. Um, also, what is one advice that you would like to give people who actually seek out your tutor tutoring services? Like, what type of advice that you would be able to give them. Because a lot of people have a hard time asking for help, especially in this day and age, um, especially when it comes down to therapy, tutoring service, services, things of that nature. It just seems like we live in a, a sensitive world where people are really you know, fearful about asking for help, which is not a problem asking for help, you know? Um, I mean, I, I definitely see that as a, the fear of asking for help. I, I tend to see that more of a cultural thing. Um, I, I tend to notice that in certain cultures as opposed to others. My, uh, particularly when it comes to therapy and, 
and and tutoring my advice to to people like that would be to um but uh for for there's nothing wrong with asking for help it's it is it's not a sign of weakness and and people like that see seeking tutoring seeking therapy things like that as signs of weakness that you you know you can't handle yourself um i totally agree there's nothing that's there's there's nothing wrong with falling apart and we we have to let ourselves fall apart and uh, not to say you want to uh like stay broken but once you let let it all go and let yourself fall apart then we can start to rebuild ourselves so i think there's this the for people like that there's a fear of losing control and and in, in certain cultures you know the fear of being embarrassed the fear of being humiliated um there it, it shouldn't be looked at as a, a weakness but it but even so like what's wrong with being weak what's wrong with being um you know, you don't have to be strong all the time. You know, what I was saying before is, you know, what if you are weak? You know, let yourself fall apart. And it's because when you're able to do that and you just kind of let it all go, then it's now you can kind of recoup and, and get yourself back together again. So it's the fact is, you know, you don't have to be strong all the time. Um, you know, don't look at weakness as a bad thing. Look at it as a good thing because you know that you're human and you're not a robot. And once you realize that, okay, I am feeling weak right now, you know, I know I can, I know I can address it. You know, it's sort of like in order for you to be a good leader, you have to be a follower. You know, like you can't just, you can't just lead just like that. Like you have to know what it's like to take orders from other people. So in order for you to be a strong person, you have to know what it's like to be weak. And if you could, in order for you to know strength, you have to know weakness. So if, don't be afraid to be weak. Don't be afraid to be embarrassed or humiliated. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Because when you when you experience those things when you actually feel those things you know what it's like and you know this is how it feels now I know not to do it so it's I I feel this way and I'm gonna work as hard as I can to feel the opposite way so it's like because I was in the darkness I know what the light looks like so basically don't look at don't look at weakness as a bad thing look at it as a good thing right i totally agree with that um sometimes you know even the the strongest people you know they bend backwards so i believe it's just a part of human nature like you stated we're not robots so i believe that's pretty 
that's a good sum of how you gave it because a lot of people are fearful of being in fear like oh if I ask for tutoring or therapy there must be something wrong with me so I definitely agree with you wholeheartedly um so let's get more in depth with um the tutoring services so uh how much does the tutoring cost if there's any cost towards the tutoring so I work on a sliding scale in that um, there is no set fee. Um, it, it depends on the parent's budget. So like the minimum we offer, well, I don't want to say the minimum because people will be like, well, I want that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, but it's basically it's, it's a sliding scale. So the tutors choose their own rates. So some tend to be, they, some are on the, the lower end of the spectrum. So on, on the higher end, the, the people on the lower end, they tend to be high school students, college students. People on the higher end tend to be certified teachers, master students. So it depends on what you're looking for. I know some parents have a specific they have specific criteria, um, while others not so specific. Not so specific. It doesn't really matter. So it's the uh, it's different rates will give you different types of tutors. So it, it all depends on on your budget. Okay. There's, there's no set fee at all. It, you decide how much you can afford, and we take it from there. Okay. So um who are these tutors because I know a lot of parents who are listening on they might want to you know know what type of tutors are you know helping their kids are they accredited teachers things of that nature right so it's their from all walks of life (laughs) they're they're college students they're there's maybe a few high school students, but they're towards the end of high school. Then there's former teachers, master students. I don't have any certified teachers right now. Some of them are former former teachers, doctorates, masters. They're they're all all walks of life. Okay. All right, so who's actually eligible for the services? Um, I know you stated college kids, but let's just say, like for myself, I have um, a junior high schooler or maybe a grammar child. Uh, Is that available? Yeah, so when I said, well, you asked me what type of tutors, so like college students, like the tutors are college students, that's what I meant. But in terms of the people we serve, we serve pretty much everybody we serve from okay. kindergarten to 12th grade we even do we even serve college students and we even serve adult learners as well we tend to serve more of people in school k-12 to uh, and the occasional college student but we're we're open to all learners okay all right so um what is the tutor's track records like I know a lot of people, they might want to know about that. 
what do you mean by track record? As far as like what's their main plan? Like I know um, some tutors, tutors, they might have like a certain system on how they think that they should be able to help the student or it roughly depends on what type of child they're tutoring. Well, since my tutors are contractors, I let them decide how they want to tutor the, the child okay. or, or the, the student, I should say. So I'm more involved in the in the results of the tutors, not so much how they get there. So I put a lot of faith into my tutors. What I will say is what what I try to encourage my tutors to do is to work at the student's level so it's you may have a student that picks up things pretty quickly and you you go with that you pick up quickly then you move quickly and you may have the student that is a little slower and you know they may not grasp everything right away so you my tutors may not throw out so much information at once if you have the student that's kind of picking things up quickly then they're more likely to kind of focus on smaller things and reinforce repetition okay totally understand yeah and once in a while we come across students that are behind in terms of grade level and that they may be in the in the fifth grade for example but they don't know how to do multiplication which is a third grade thing so then that puts us back because like oh we're supposed to do this and oh but i don't know how to do that like whoa (laughs) so it's that puts us back and so we would have to go back to that third grade level and say you need to get these basic skills first before we can get here and you know we, we work with a lot of challenges like it is private pay most of the time so it might be once a week twice a week and so there's only so much we could do with the limited time that we have but we we what we do is we target those problem areas and we address those problem areas and if it's there there's they're not up to grade level for example, then we, we target that. So going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, working at a slow pace, and we, 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 the tutors, they do their own assessments, not so much a formal assessment, but more like observational. So there's things that we observe as, as we work with a student. So if we notice that they're lacking certain skills, we, we target those particular skills. So it's it's more, I mean, while I'm not there with the tutors, um, that's one of the things that I encourage is to do more observational assessment, not, not formal and, or not so much formal and to, to go at the student's pace. Okay. 
All right, so um, are you, well, is the tutoring services basically, in, are they experienced with working with students who have learning disabilities? I know we just spoke about, um, you know, it pushes you back, but I know a lot of people have children um, who have an IEP, if I'm correct, um, and sometimes they need extra, you know, tutoring just to get them, you know, back on speed, you know. So, um, are these uh, instructors, are they, like, experienced with learning disabilities? Yes. Okay. The, the, the most common learning disability that I see is ADD and ADHD. Um, not so much... Um, I guess not so much like dyx, 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 ugh, dyslexia, uh, dys, dyscalculia. We don't really see a lot of those. Um, there's a couple of tutors that do those particular types of disabilities. So we, so certain tutors do certain disabilities. I'll say that. So not everyone can address all. So depending on what that disability is, which is one of the things that I ask in an intake, um, that disability would be paired with a specific tutor. So, but one of the common uh, things I tend to see is ADD and ADHD, but if it's something specific, like uh, dyscalculia, for example, that would require a certain type of tutor. So not everyone can do all disabilities. Uh, so it depends on what it is, but the most common ones like ADD, ADHD, most of the tutors can address that. But in, generally speaking, yes, we do we do tutor students with learning disabilities. It, it, it depends on what that disability is. Okay. All right. So, um, are you currently working on something now as far as another development or this is just your first newborn as far as your tutoring services and you're just invested in just trying to enhance this? I actually am uh, working on a new thing. I am establishing several virtual workshops. I'm trying to get into the, the workshop space in addition to in addition to the tutoring again with the online tutoring it's opened up some doors for me uh so i'm getting into the virtual workshop space there is one workshop that is happening on march 14th it's called music composition for youngsters it is to to teach preteens about music theory and writing music, learning notes, the difference between a bass clef and a treble clef. Uh, So uh, we're launching that in March. We also have a virtual trade fair coming up on March 4th, which is introducing, well, talking about entrepreneurship and how how to achieve success from a side hustle, from a hands-on trade like a mechanic or electrician or hairdresser. Uh, so that's one thing coming up. There's a few other workshops that are that are coming up in March and April. 
so that's uh, what we're working on right now. Okay. That's what I'm working on right now, yeah. Well, I wish you all the best on that. Um, that's definitely... I love like the workshops, especially all kinds. I just like to meet new people and, you know, just dig deep with different mindsets. I just love all of that. So, um, lastly, can you tell the viewers your social media, your website, certain things of that nature so that way they can be able to look out for you, reach, you know, uh, also just keep up to date with you so that way, you know, they can be on t in tune with all the extra things that come with the tutoring services and your upcoming projects. Absolutely. So I'll just rattle them off. <laughs> um, so I'm on Twitter. My account name is Tutor Asats. So that's T-U-T-O-R-A-S-A-T-S. I am on Facebook and Instagram. My account name is A Step Ahead Tutoring Services, all one word. My website is www.astepaheadtutoringservices.com. And I am on Eventbrite, which is where my workshops are. Just look for my name, A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. If you, um, if you want to give me a call, 347-762-2838. You can also email me at success at stepaheadtutoringservices.com okay and um also the website for the the tutoring services yes um the website is www.astepaheadtutoringastepaheadtutoringservices.com okay perfect so I just want to thank you so much, um, Gabrielle, for joining us tonight. It was a pleasure speaking to you. I've learned so much about the tutoring services, and I'm definitely going to go ahead and take a look because, like I stated, I have a child who definitely needs some work with some math work and stuff. So we'll definitely be in tune with that. Um, so I just want to congratulate you on everything that you're doing. Um, and I just wish you the best on all your endeavors, okay? So, all right, thank you so much. Thank no, you for having me. No problem. So, everyone else, um, you know, the show has to come to an end, so you know the drill. You can catch me every two weeks on a Sunday, okay? And you know my social media, but I'll go through it again. Um, Instagram, spiritual underscore Jada, um, Twitter, wicked wisdom seven. And you definitely can email me at spiritual.jada at gmail.com. I love all the feedback. So I just want to wish everybody to be safe. Please be safe. <laughs> and please be well. Um, peace and blessings. I'll see you soon. Later. Mm -hmm.